0: podcast is part of the sports social podcast network
1: okay here we go three two one good afternoon bearcats fans um we just suffered through uh quite possibly the hardest to watch game all season long um mainly because it was such a stagnant game offensively to open up and then um you know field goals are great We score points, we put them on the board, defense held up fairly well, but uh, just felt like the game crumbled and got out of hand. And again, feels like a lack of discipline has been another one of our biggest issues today. The Bearcats had um, an obscene, obscene amount of penalties uh, currently for um, the most recent that's been seen, 14 penalties for 128 yards, which is... I I I can't explain. <laughs> I don't I don't know why that's why that's happening so much, but um here we are and they managed to pull out on top in a 2 point win. Um we did talk about this earlier this week said that it probably would be close. Um just considering that it's the ponies last game with the Bearcats and it's at home for them. Um it's going to be a struggle on the road, but they pulled it out. Steve, uh what's the general thought here? Uh it's
2: just Grossness. Uh, that's all I have to say. It's just uh, absolutely gross. Jump out to a seventeen nothing lead. Should have put it in part. You're muted here. Sorry. <laughs> oh, there we go. Am I good? Can you hear me?
1: Uh, you're muted in the in the
2: spaces still. Okay. Sorry, there I'll, you go. <laughs> uh, okay. So. Yeah, that was just ugly. Embarrassment. And, yeah. It's just gross to, uh, to watch that game today and expect that we're going to do much for the rest of the season. Um, you know, just jump out to a seventeen nothing lead. You should have put it away in the first half. Had multiple opportunities to put it away. Put it on the foot of your kicker, who's been better uh, as of late, but still, you don't want to do that. Uh, and it's just not reflective of what this team's potential is. And I don't know if it's whether they don't care about these small, like, you know, these games against not as good competition, whether they don't care about playing well, whether they like just aren't competent enough, Uh, like just seemed like other than that first, like this first to second quarter there where they were playing well, we just played like crap all game. still haven't put a full game together this year. And I think it's got to come down to uh, penalties, of course, play calling, and then the trenches, man, when it went in points where it mattered most, like we just looked weak in the, in the trenches, like couldn't stop the run and then couldn't, we haven't been able to run the ball a year. And, uh, even against SMU's bad rush, rushing attack, we still couldn't run the ball today. Only a hundred yards. Uh, if you take out the Charles McClellan, uh, touchdown run. Right. Um, and this is going to be the end of my rant. Cause I want to hear from the other people and let's just have a conversation. Just talk this, story but play like that next week. We're going to lose. We play like that against Tulane. We're going to lose. Uh, and yep. I, I know these guys don't want to lose, but we play like that against these teams that are, they're that good and want to beat us. We're going to lose. So uh, I hope someone really figures that out this week. Cause that is just, it's it, it. If you want the expectations of the program to be this high. And I think we all do. You, they got to play a lot better than that. Plain and simple.
1: No kidding. No kidding. Hunter. We have, uh, Seen you in here a couple times. Good to see you, Aaron, again. Uh, Give us your takes, man. This is uh, an interesting game, nonetheless.
0: where to begin? Where to begin? (laughs) That, honest to God, just might be the worst game that Cincinnati football has played since Luke Fickle's first season.
1: Oof. That's, that's a that's a tough call out, but
0: aside <laughs> from Ryan Co just, you know, showing out as a kicker, like good for him. It was Ryan Co.'s day. That was just bad, man.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, and if you think about this, you know, truly, you should never I think we've kind of learned through a lot of teams so far this season, but just even in the past, not only the Bearcats, college football in general, you don't want to rely on a kicker. I mean, it's nice to have a great kicker, and it's nice to have a kicker who's consistent. You make Ryan Coe a little more inconsistent in this game, maybe one. Uh, Thank God he was on the nails today, but he misses one field goal. This game, we might not be walking out with a win. Um, And that's, you know, that's one of those things where you just have to be able to take over, especially against a team like this where – we're in a position of, you know, kind of dominance of this conference. We always have been for the past few years. And for some reason, uh, this year, now we are sitting with, uh, let's see last week or not last week before the bye week at 28, 24 over USF. We're now at 29, 27 to SMU. And the week before that, uh, before the USF game was 31, 21 Tulsa. Um, the Bearcats are on a bit of a slide offensively. It's not improving. Um, if anything, it's, you can see it drastically move down from going from 63, 38, 45, 31, 28, 29. We can't score. And our offense just looks dysfunctional. Um, and of course, that's going to be, you know, kind of the expectation coming off last year, losing a lot of those pieces. But um, for some reason, we just have not been able to get it going against really any team over the past three weeks. Um, and since the start of conference play, uh, the Bearcats are averaging just about 29 points a game. So I don't know. I don't really think, think there's an excuse Justin, for that.
2: Too, one of those scores in the Tulsa game was a defensive score. One of those scores in the Indiana game, defensive score. So like, you know, True. truly the offense is like, has been diminishing returns. I don't count Kent State, uh, like Kennesaw State, but you know, about that 24 to 30 point performance each week and it's just not going to get it done against UCF they're going to put up points and like I know our our defense was good in in stretches today but in two situations where it really mattered like end of the second end of the first half end of the second half they were not and they let teams score albeit one of those touchdowns was very fluky but they were still in uh, SMU was still going to be in possession position to score on like the one yard line there regardless and it's Just And Lou Fickle, and uh, I really want to hear from him this week, just to be like, you know, this is, like, have him say something about if it's acceptable or not to him, because I know it's not. I know the standard of the program is there, but it seems like there's just, I don't know, maybe he's not lighting enough of a fire under their asses and stuff, and, like, I want them to play loose, have fun, but you can't have 14 penalties and still have that tough and nasty mantra to me. That's just like, you're just hurting yourself. And like how many times did it happen last year too? It's almost just a program thing now where it's just a bunch of penalties every game. And we come out and squeak out, like how many pre-snap penalties were there today? At least three or four and all like false starts. (laughs) And it just, that's a program. That's a thing that keeps happening. And, like, I know nobody wants to think about next year, but, dude, next year we're going to get crushed. If we play like this in the Big 12, we're going to get killed. Truth, uh, but, man. Dude, like, and it's just, this This program needs to be, like, it, it needs to be playing a lot better if you want to be in that, you know, Big 12 kind of form heading into next year. And obviously this year is this year. It's completely different. going to be right. a completely different team next year, but it's just crazy.
1: Yeah, I mean, and this is one thing I wanted to point out, too. If you look at our full season, you know, uh, we're now seven games in, sitting at six and one comfortably first in the American. I would assume that's going to now put us tied with Tulane until their game today. Um, However, that ends up for them, um, assuming that they probably win that against Memphis. But regardless, um, yeah, these performances, when it's a close game like this, I mean, look at this. We SMU is a team that we should beat handedly. 29-27, you go back to week one part of me thought that it was just, you know, ru- rubbing off some rust at the beginning of the season. We're having worse is- we had worse issues in this game than we had in the first game. If you put the helmets back on the team for half of those plays, maybe we squeak out of Arkansas, but that is exactly what this use case scenario is is SMU, you walk out of this with a win because you're supposed to beat them but you're going to squeak by Arkansas you walk out with a loss because you played yourself out of it. And it's, if we keep playing like this, you're going to see those results. And like you said, UCF, their offense is really, really functional. Um, and UCF over the years has had a pretty generally functional offense. So to see that going into this next game, it is really concerning because they're going to play tempo. They play so fast. They run so many plays a game. Um, I think they're a probably top 20 team in tempo for, um, offense. And if we can't keep up scoring wise, because you know, they're probably going to put at least 30 on you in this game. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, the Bearcats have not let up 30 yet this year. I think if anybody's going to do it, it's probably going to be UCF and especially on the road it's going to be a, you know, pretty noisy atmosphere. It's going to be tough to play. I really don't see how we get out of that one clean. I mean, it's, it's, it's a toss up right now. We, we should be favored in that game. We should be able to show that we can take care of business. And so far this season, um, you know, at least in conference play, nothing has proven that we can do that. I mean, we're all of our games, you know, we had Tulsa 10-point win. USF is a four-point win. Now we're at two. That's not the trend you want to be on. Um, so hopefully we've come out prepared and we'll be ready for that. But it's not looking too hot right now.
0: Something to do with so with our offense stalling. I wonder if it's because we don't have a leader like Dez, and that's not, not to take away from any of the guys on the team this year. But Dez was a dude who, if the offense wasn't doing well, he's gonna get he's gonna get up in your face
1: and he's gonna take responsibilities and tell you like get your shit together. Yep. <laughs> I wonder if that has something to do with it.
0: I kind of want to backtrack a little bit. I kind of feel bad about the defense did play decent today they weren't horrible i just i'm in
2: a state of but they, they they did not play well today i mean hunter i think you're fair to criticize the defense because like they're you know the only four drives where they really needed to step up they didn't they they gave up four touchdowns yeah and like i'm i am being harsh because i'm upset and i know we won but like dude like that's that's not gonna get it done like and like Luckily, like, they didn't make the two-point conversion because they had a weird play, but, like... And I, I can understand, like, they might not be ready for a read option after practicing for Tanner Mordecai all week, but, like, and the new guy, uh, Stone, came in. But I don't know, man. It's just, like, I just don't see why... Like, how anyone can watch that game and think, yeah, we're, we're ready for next week, and that's what, that's what practice is for. You know, go in and teach it, correct it, but just, I don't know. And, like, man... I love Ivan Pace and like usually I've loved how he's played, but he killed the Bearcats with like four different penalties today and like just like hurt them on different drives with his penalties today.
1: That seems to be a trend too, not to cut you off here, but that seems to be a trend and it's not Ivan alone, but it usually seems to be one defensive player is just racking it up every single week. Like and you I know, know, one week it was Javon Hicks, another week it was Deshaun Pace, now it's Ivan Pace. Like it's I don't know why it's why it's consistently you know, one person not kind of spread out. So I tweeted out this from my
2: personal account too, like, you know, that the, uh, the pass interference call on Javon Hicks, probably not, but if you get called for 10 penalties earlier in the game, you're not going to get the benefit of the doubt there. You're, yep. you're just not. like. True. And I think some of the – I mean, like, I, I'm sure, like, we're getting penalized a little bit more just because, you know, we're like we, – we do play, like, aggressive and we play tough, but, like, it just – I don't know. I don't want to blame it on the refs because we played like shit today and we don't, you know. But you, when you call, when you get called for 13 penalties leading up to that or whatever it was, you're not going to get the benefit of the doubt. They're going to say that's a, that's a penalty because we've seen you do that before and we've penalized you for it. So it just, like, I don't know. It's just frustrating. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And this is another one of those weeks, too, where, like, I mean, I think – where you really would love to just be able to say, like, ah, uh, you know, calls didn't really go our way. But those things really do rack up. And like you said, once you start feeding them, they're going to keep calling them. and um What do we think, think it's
2: going to be like next week at UCF? Like, they're not going to give us any, yeah. like, calls oh, no. just because we're, like, you know, the, the higher... Like, it's going to go their, like, UCF's way because, you know, yep. home team. Home team usually gets those roles from the officials. So, and we'll see how they play tonight. Like, I mean, they've been... I'm not exactly scared of them. They, they do have a good offense, but you know, they have not really like the best team they've probably played so far was Louisville and they lost that game. So I, True. I, I, I just, we need to see something different. And I think, I'm sure everybody in the program knows that, Uh, you know, like from the freshman walk-ons all the way to the senior league, I think everybody should know that, but it's just like, it's gotta be better.
1: Yeah. And this, this season too, like, I feel like, every season you're going to have different goals. I think what this really feels like again is that 2019 season where we just can't figure it out but somehow some way at the end of the game we just kind of end up pulling it out whether it be a game-winning kick whether it be just kind of, you know, squeaking by. Um but really realistically, I mean looking at the Big 12 next year, if we want to be prepared for that, we should be playing like we played in the 2020 season. We should be walking in and, you know, caking teams by 25 26 30 34 35 like you should be really be able to run it up on some of these teams and it's just not happening and i i am really fearful for next season because you know of course your everything's probably going to be a little different um but you know we also we haven't really seen a lot of key pieces as far as at least the offense side of the game. And, uh, you know, defense, sure, like there were some lapses, but I think this is one thing that I find different here is the defense lost a lot of pieces like the offense did. The defense has remained functional to a, to a high degree and sure they slip up here and there. And like you said, you know, he could, you could call them out today and kind of be a little bit more antagonistic on it, but Ultimately, they've been able to hold their own so far throughout the season. And they, like I said, haven't let up more than 30 points. Like that should be a good expectation to have. I think that's great. Offensively, they lost a similar amount of pieces, but the story is completely different. Like there's there's zero consistency. Of course, your quarterback is really going to be a different story. Your running backs, all of that, like when you lose that, but it it doesn't make me hopeful when we know that a couple of these guys too are going to graduate again this year and What are those offensive pieces that we have that are freshmen, sophomore juniors, you know, guys who have an extra year or two of eligibility that are stepping up right now. It just doesn't really feel like that. I mean, Chuck's going to be gone and Chuck's been the one who's been carrying us through for, you know, our running game. And so I think a lot of that kind of comes down to play calling too, which that was a whole controversial thing today too, which I feel like we haven't really touched on too much, but, um, you know, this week is just one of those cases where it really feels like if if we can't get this offensive ball going, we are going to get smothered in the Big Twelve next year every single week. Because remember, we we all we all have this wish. It's we 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 Steve and I <laughs> we've said this every single week for God knows how long since we found out that we made it into the Big Twelve. We're excited to get out of these high school gyms, these high school football fields. With no fans, with nobody who cares, and start playing in arenas and, and stadiums that care, you're going to get that next year, and it's going to hit you like a brick wall. And you're not going to be playing the you know 50s, the 60s, the 80s of teams ranked you know in FBS anymore. You're going to be playing top 25 week in week out. You're going to get you know three top 10 teams in a four week stretch, or not three top 10, maybe three top 25 teams in a four week stretch you're going to have to be able to stick up to that. And, you know, I, I think this is one of those things where if we're being brutally honest, there is a divide between the American and many of the other power five conferences. Like we all know that we don't want to, we don't want to admit that, but there's a divide and it's noticeable. The bottom half of those teams, I think we can run with the top half. I have yet to be convinced this year that we're going to be able to do that. I, I will see, but it's very concerning. I I'm really concerned about the trajectory of where we're going. And that's a lot to say sitting at six and one, but we're, we're really looking at the future here, not necessarily week in week out in our last year in the American.
2: And then, and then, so let me draw it back real quick. And then I'll like, well, I'll hand it back over to, uh, to the, the people. Cause I want to hear the people speak, but, uh, like, again, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a win. And like, if you think about it, Justin, I texted you earlier today, this, that like, we won games like this in uh, 2018 and 2019 all the time. And I think yep. I, myself maybe and maybe some other people could, m- might agree with this. We got spoiled over the last couple of years because, you know, we would like just kind of just win these games pretty handily and walk out. And like, maybe like, we're not built to do that consistently, which is a different conversation for sure. But um, especially in the American, if you're not built for that, that's a little bit interesting, but um, Again, and maybe we're just being too negative because we've seen the the highs and like seeing what this team can do, and you know the lows. True. The lows are only winning by two points instead of winning by more. You know, so in perspective, it's a little bit silly to be talking about it. And we've we continue to keep winning. We are tied for the longest winning streak in the conference, next to UCF, who we will play next week to try and keep that going. But um, it just. I think everybody knows that that wasn't good enough um to yep. keep winning and um I think Tulane is up like 14 nothing last time I checked they returned a punt for a touchdown like nice. they're good too they're legit um Memphis might be firing their coach which is funny but uh, <laughs> I don't know so um
1: yeah. Well real real quick while while you mention UCF too um because a lot of this focus after this game is going to end up on them um if you look at kind of their past 5 of course, they had that loss to Louisville one score game uh, played at FAU, took care of them, scored 40, played Georgia Tech, you know, one by two, two touchdowns, SMU, similar opponent, you know, that's a common opponent, opponent, we can measure that they had a SMU, um, I believe. At them, and so they go into that game, score 41, 41 to 19. Bearcats should be scoring something similar to that. The real scary part is the next week, everybody knows Temple's going to get scored on, but they scored 70 on Temple. They dropped a big old 70 burger on Temple's head. And that's a thing where, like, again, when we warn of that offense, you're going to see that come through uh, next week. And it's, again, it's one of those things where we are just going to have to be prepared um, because, I mean, they're they're our biggest threat, honestly. And, you know, the last thing that we want to do is you know, take care of them for the past three seasons. And then our last season in the American, give it up. And because I think that's our, you know, out of all the games that we really were concerned about this year is going to be Arkansas and UCF. Now we also have to be worried about Tulane, um, which is a thing that, again, I don't think any of us really upset at the beginning of the season, but we have to watch all of these, you know, teams now that are kind of figuring it out. And, you know, we're just, we have those inconsistencies and I, I'm really, I really don't know. I, I would I would not be able to call out what a specific solution would be to solving these issues, but um you know, I know it starts with just being able to be more functional, not dropping so many passes on offense and you know defense being able to close out you know some drives they 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 work really well in the first half and then sometimes I think they kind of just get stagnant and we get stagnant on offense too in the second half. I mean, we've seen it against a couple teams this year. So I don't know. I mean, it doesn't help. We've also been a little injured. We've had some key pieces missing. Um, and those those issues are never going to help, you know, from uh, O-line having some injuries, wide receivers having some injuries there, like all across the board, offense and defense. Um, it's just tough to stay healthy all year. But, uh, you know, good teams can, you know, run with the other teams when they're injured. Great teams cover (laughs) great teams should be able to cover handedly um and you know unfortunately this was just one of those cases where i don't think that um we're performing up to standard but um like we said going into next week you've got to be they've got to figure it out i don't i i feel like that uh i feel like that big cat meme (laughs) where he's just yelling figure it out it's like we don't really know what the solution is but got to figure something out um, and again, if any of you guys have anything else you want to chime in um, who aren't currently as speakers or who are, um, just hit the request and we'll give you the open mic. Um, we probably only got a couple few, couple more minutes here, and then we'll wrap up. But um, if there's any other thoughts from anybody here,
0: he, don't think it's silly to expect more out of this team, because like Luke Fickle has reached since he's got he has want to make a top 10 team. Make like a top ten program, and now is the time to not just talk about it to be about it. Yep, yep. You know, I, I get it.
1: It's like in Like everybody's got to deal with that, but top ten program, next man up. Yep. yep. Yeah, you're right. But it's tough to do, to be consistent every week to week,
0: but I'm gonna kind of go out on the limb, and be a jackass here, and say that this is <laughs> e. This is the most important week in Luke Fickle's ten years since he's been here because. After that, going up against UCF's quote unquote high powered offense, it's a get right game. Like, yep. After performance like that, you have to get right and stomp UCF and show why we're the top dogs in the.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm with you on that. And so, kind of piggybacking off what you're saying here, that's your get right game. This week should have been our get right game because we should have been getting right after USF. USF should have been our get right game. After we, you know, really kind of threw it to Tulsa too. So <laughs> it's one of those things where like every single week, it feels like we should be expecting more and we're just getting less and less out of each week. Um, and honestly, I mean, I don't know if for whoever's left in here, um, if you guys have anything specifically thought wise on this, but I mean, do you think that we're going to win that game right now? Like if you're calling in the air, do you think that we're going to win that game?
2: Yes. Yeah. yeah I mean i I'll say we win until we don't because we've shown that we like to win ugly we win games in multiple ways um but like it mean I'm willing to believe that they'll get up and play a lot better and play with more talent and focus and intensity for that game but like if you play I think my thought is justin if you play the way you did today you'll lose but there's they they have that opportunity to show next week that they can play differently. And then if not, we know what this team is, that that's going to be the defining game of the season next week. If we, if we lose that game, we know that they just weren't good enough this year, but next week is a real definer. So.
1: Yeah. No kidding. Um, I don't know if you guys have really much else to say. I mean, I think that kind of sums most of this up. um, only thing we're going to leave you with here is Tulane is up now 21 0 on Memphis going pretty much into the latter half of the second quarter. Um, so Tulane again too showing that they're going to be up to snuff this year. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how a lot of this shakes out. Um, I think it's, you know, kind of for the first time, I really feel like, you know, as much as we like to say that we don't really care about rankings, I really don't care about rankings right now. I care about you know, taking care of these teams. Um, you know, I feel like for a while we just kind of watched these rankings and we're like, all right, where are the Bearcats moving? Where are the Bearcats moving? I don't really care. Like we, I mean, I'm, I'm hopeful that we get a uh, near six bowl. And I mean, I think, you know, even with some of these ugly wins, they're not really going to show up at the end of the year, as long as there's a W in that column. But, um, you know, it's, it's going to be one of those things where, um, you know, you got to be able to beat some of these teams by at least a full seven points, if not two scores, um, if you really want to be in that conversation. Um, and that's, of course, that's our expectation. We should be there. So I don't know. Yep. Yeah. Four quarter football is not a thing that we have seen, I think, in a single game yet this year, except Kennesaw State, which Kennesaw is going to be Kennesaw. So <laughs> if we could play four quarter football for one week this entire year, let's do it next week because it would just feel so much better, feel comfortable. And maybe four in a row against UCF would finally shut them up, but you know, nothing much really is going to. So with all that said, thank you guys for joining us today. It looks like we only have a few, <laughs> only two of you guys really left in here at the end of it. But uh, I think I scared everybody off when I asked the question of, uh, are we going to win next week? I um, was resounding yes from everyone. So, Maybe that's more comfortable, but regardless, again, thank you guys for joining. Um, We will be dropping our weekly episode coming up here this week. Um, And also sometime this week, we will be dropping um, a merch item. So for the few of you that are in here and those of you who are listening uh, via the airwaves, uh, make sure to check that out and throw a little bit of money aside. So thanks, guys. Take care. Go Bearcats. Let's take care of business next week. On to Orlando. On to
0: Orlando. Sports Social Podcast Network.